Blog Talk Radio.
Apostle, because if it had not been for you, we would not be here. We opened our eyes this morning, God, because you gave us the strength to open our eyes. We were able to rise because you gave us strength in our limbs and the facilities of our body. We were able to get here, God, because you blessed us and brought us the way of safety and did not allow harm to come to us, Lord. We're grateful to again come into your presence because we know where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. And as we come before you today, have your way, Lord. Let flesh be crucified that you might be glorified, that your people might be edified in the name of Jesus. For God in you is life. And that's what we seek, God, life, eternal life, God. We pray, oh God, today that you will touch every person that have come seeking you, Lord. Bind the hand of the devil, God. Rebuke the hand of the enemy, Lord. God, let your anointing that resonates in this place even now. God, let there be an outpouring on your people. We need you, God, to take us to another level in you, Lord. God, we're faced with demonic forces, God. Evil spirits have come up against us, Lord, and we need to be fortified with your power. God, we can't make it on our own strength, God. We don't have enough to stand on, Lord. But we know, God, that your joy is our strength. Fill us up on today in the name of Jesus. Somebody have come this morning burdened down, God, with the issues of life, God. Somebody, God, is in the battle of their life. Somebody's God, fighting in their mind and in their spirit, Lord, where the devil have come in to war against them, Lord. But we thank you, God, because we know greater are you that's within us than he that is within this world, God. We know, God, that you are a deliverer, Lord, that you're the same yesterday, today, and forever. And you're no short of your promise, Lord, and you're able to deliver us, Lord. Touch us on today, Lord. We need you like never before. Fill us up with the Holy Ghost, God, and give us a refilling, Lord, that when we leave here today, Lord, huh? we can leave with your anointing, Lord, huh? that as we meet men and women, boys and girls, huh? they might be converted to know who you are, Lord. Huh? In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Huh? We thank you because you are a healer. Huh? You're the God that healeth thee, huh? and healing is in your wings, huh? and you're able to touch our feeble bodies. Huh? You're able to save our troubled souls, huh? and in the name of Jesus, huh? bind every demon, Lord, huh? every demonic force, Lord. Huh? God, that comes to keep us in the same place, Lord. We're willing, God, to surrender and say yes to your will, Lord. We're willing to turn our lives, God, over into your hands, Lord, because we come to the place, God, where we realize like never before, we need you, Jesus. More than anything we know, we need you, Jesus. While men are trying to find, God, solutions to this chaotic world, God, we're looking to you. 
you, Lord, because we know for every right desire there is an answer. And Jesus, you're that answer. There's no need for us, God, to turn hither or thither, Lord. We need but to look for you, Lord, because you're the answer, God, for our troubled lives, Lord. Touch on the day, God. Break every yoke, oh God. Save on the day, God. Deliver on the day, God. Jesus, we need you, Lord. We need you, Jesus. We need you, Jesus. We're crying out to you, Lord. We know that you're able to save our souls. We know that you're able, God, to heal our bodies, Jesus. We know that you're able, God, to turn our situations around. Jesus, no other help we know. No other help we know. No other help we know, God. You're able, Jesus, to deliver our children. You're able, Jesus, to save the unsaved husband. You're able, Jesus, to heal the cancer patient. Nothing too hard for you, Jesus. No other God we know. We know that you're able, Jesus. We know that you're able, Jesus. We say yes to your will, God. Yes to your way, Lord. Have your way, Jesus. And we'll thank you for it. And we'll give your name the praise. And we'll bless you, Lord. Yes, we thank you, Lord. And we bless your holy name. Come on, open your mouth and give the Lord some praise. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Can you hear me, Brother Louis? Can you hear me, Sister Darcy Flipman, this morning? I thank God today for all he has done. I got my system set up this morning, and uh, it appears things are going good, but I'm not sure if you can hear me. But uh, if you can hear me, please let me know. Somebody let me know. I can hear you, Barbara, <laughs> because... Uh, I think we good in here, but I just got to make sure. Okay, okay. thank you, Sister Dot. Thank you. I have got to uh, finish with the settings, you know, the, the triple and the bass and uh, the recording and the monitor and that kind of thing, and then I will be good. But I got this much done, and I thank God for I worked hard yesterday, everybody, to get this much done. And uh, I am so thankful that I was able to. I can use headset and uh, listen to this. Y'all know I love it. Can y'all hear that? I hope so. I love it. I love it. I love it. And uh, I know that God is able. Um, Asking all the intercessors to keep me in prayer. I'll be traveling on tomorrow to Orlando, to to Kissimmee area. And... um, I'm going to be a blessing to somebody down there last night. Uh, I was blessed with $50 to help somebody. And in the consumer area, I know plenty of people who could use the help. Yeah. And so if um, you keep me lifted in prayer, God will lead and guide me. And I will be a blessing uh, to somebody in that area. It gives me great joy. Thank you, Brother Louis. It gives me great joy, great joy to go and be a blessing. Yeah. And when God show up like that, unannounced, I call it, surprise. Yeah. Unexpected. There is somebody in dire straits. So I will be the person uh, that will be able to bless them. I've been in situations where somebody sent $25 and 
and said, help somebody. And throughout that day, the call comes. And the person only needed $25. That's how you know God is working. And so I'm thankful this morning unto him. And I'm thankful for this trip. I was trying to get some macaroni and cheese done to take to my daughter-in-law while I'm dying. And some brownies so I could take to my grandchildren. And uh, we just got to see how that work out. I got so much to finish up here because I'll be gone for a few days. Yeah, I may not get back until Monday, so I like to keep everything up that when I come back, all I got to do is take a quick power nap and get right back to work. So I'm thankful again this morning for all God has done in my life and the people he has used me to be a blessing to. And, you know, sometimes people hide because of what other people have said or what they you know, thank somebody said, or how they think other people feel about it. So they go in a private mode, and uh, they listen to you. Uh, they may even give to you, but they don't want nobody to know because when uh, someone told them something bad about you, they went along with the program knowing that's not how they really felt. They had been blessed by you. But we know that the enemy come but to kill, steal, and destroy. It's Jesus who comes that we might have life and have it more abundantly. So I'm grateful this morning uh, unto Almighty God for all he has done for me. Hallelujah. And those that he has used me to be a blessing too. Because this is a serious way, believe it or not, this is a serious hour. This is a praying hour. And uh, we thank God for the communication with him. Yeah. If you stay in touch with him, he will keep your mind in perfect peace. You'll hear wars and rumors of wars. You'll hear this, that, and the other is going to happen. One day they say, get out the country and get out the country now. Leave before November because after November it's going to be really bad and you won't be able to leave. Go to Africa. What? I'm an American. I believe in Jehovah, the true and living God that have all power. I believe in his son, Jesus Christ. I truly believe God so loved the world that he sent Jesus Christ, his only begotten son, that if I believe on him, I won't perish, but have everlasting life. Hallelujah. And some days we forget this thing. Yeah, we forget all of this. Brother Louis gave us yesterday, it was Luke chapter 21. He gave me verse 36, but I read the whole chapter. And when I tell you, I shared it on yesterday with others. And I want us to remember this book daily. Go back over this and take a look because these things are coming. And we want these things to bypass us. We don't want to be partaker of this foolishness. And we want to be able to stand before God. Yeah, it was a beautiful day. It was a beautiful day. And uh, but Lewis said he was thinking on that thing yesterday morning. And that's the scripture uh, that come to him. And when I tell you uh, it's a wonderful, wonderful reminder, when I tell you it will help you prepare, yeah, because what we got to do is live right before God. Daily. You ain't got to worry about man. 
but we must live right before Almighty God did and prepare for his return because he's coming back. And again, he's looking for the church without spot or wrinkle. Yeah, that, that, chapter 20, that chapter 21 and verse 36, it reminds us, Watch ye therefore and pray always that ye may be accounted worthy to escape all these things that shall come to pass and to stand before the Son of God. We want to remember this. We want to remember that entire chapter and apply it what it tells us to do. Apply that to our everyday lives. Every now and then I have to turn this down a little bit. You have to work this microphone. But this is what we want to do. We want to bypass all these things. We want to escape all these things that should come to pass. And we want to stand before the Son of God. We want to be able to do these things. But how many believe it takes something to get something? And when I tell you it's going to take a bit more than prayer, don't be alarmed because you got to do more than prayer. You got to be a cheerful giver. You got to work unto God. You got to work unto Him. You got to watch as well as pray. You got to be careful what you're being offered. There are so many religions that there are so many tricks in it now. You think you over here where the people believing and serving Jesus. You over here where they believe that God, Jehovah, so loved the world. You, you over here believing, we believing in Abraham by faith. Abraham taught us that God count our faith as righteousness. You over here believing what Apostle Paul said. He was going to show us a mystery. We all would be changed in the twinkling of an eye. That's what we believe in. And you think these people believe that way, but when you get all in there, you find out you got yourself in a cult. You got yourself with some people who want to control you, lead you wrong, because they don't care if, if, if you go to heaven or hell. Mainly they don't care if you go to hell because they just want what they can get out of you. Yeah, that's all they want. So we have to be careful. I I, I want to do some things. Hallelujah. Me too, brother Lord. Change me, Lord Jesus. From the inside, I fix my heart, regulate my mind. Give me a clean heart and renew the right spirit within me daily. Deliver me from anything that's against you, Father. In the name of Jesus. Yeah. I, want, I was looking at something, and I was thinking of going back to school so that I could do some uh, professional counseling. And I'm looking at it, but I got to pray about this thing. I got to really pray because I've done my bid when it came to school. But to help somebody, I'd like to go back so that I can be able to be a blessing to others. Because what's going, what is happening is everything is so expensive, and in some cases, if you don't have money, uh, you don't have uh, insurance, the right insurance, because there's all kind of insurances now, even for seniors. Then what happens is this: you won't get service, you won't be be served. But because I went and got all I could. When 
the, the, the mark is offered or whatever, and you need these things, then the Christian woman have these things. And there won't be a charge. So you don't have to worry about a stamp or, or nothing else. You just come talk to the Christian woman and get what you need from her. Hallelujah, Jesus. God is faithful. And uh, he's on time. There, there, there are some Christian doctors, some believers. And we are going to need these people, so we should support the believing doctors now. We should support those who are doing things that we will need later on, that if we don't take this stamp or mark or whatever they're calling it, then we won't be able to have it. But if we support those believers, some people say it's Christian-based, then if we support them in our time of need, we should be able to get what we need and no money. I don't have to have a stamp. I don't have to have a mark on me. I don't have to have nothing. But just go to the believer and get what we need. Yeah. we If we could all bind together, and get a way to store stuff, store up food, store up plenty of water. I have plenty of water. I was looking the other day, I said, ooh, I have a garden tub. I could take several baths <laughs> with all this water. But we're preparing for the worst. But God said that if we obey, all of this will bypass. It will bypass us. This is not what we'll have to worry about. What we're having to worry about is walking up right before God and preparing. Yeah, for these times. And I was thinking on that. But God have a mighty sweet way. Our ways are not his ways. Our thoughts are not his thoughts. Yeah. As high as the Heaven is from the earth. That's how that's how we are with him. We can never catch up. He made us for his pleasure. He made the heavens and the earth. And if we seek him, we're going to find out the goodness of God. If we seek God, we're going to find out the goodness of almighty God. But we got to seek him. Because, see, we think because he give us a little money, um, uh, he give us a house, he give us a car, all we think is just all of that. But, no, there are even more things about him that we don't even know about. Many more things. Apostle Paul wanted to tell us some things, but he couldn't. Because if he told us these things, we would take it in there and use it in the wrong content. So Paul didn't tell it. <laughs> but I know God in a special way. I can truly say that this morning. I know him in a special way. Yeah. I know him that he won't leave you. You can sin. You sin. You found yourself and fell. And when you found out just how far you had fallen, you called on him. You wanted to get back up and get right with him. 
do you know he won't leave you? He won't leave you down there wallowing in your sin. He won't do it. <laughs> Hallelujah. But we can't just do it on purpose, okay? That can't just be done on purpose because of something you, you know, know that God is going to forgive you for. We don't deliberately sin. We don't deliberately do wrong. We don't plan to sin. I, I can remember, uh, you know, reading and hearing about women would pray because they done got hooked up with Big John, the boyfriend, uh, uh, or the what they call a late night sexual call. And they begin to pray and tell the Lord, Lord, don't let Big John come over. I don't want to do that. Well, what you have to do is stay straight. Stay straight and let Big John know, I can no longer do these things. Please don't come and ask me. Yeah, don't don't call me and ask me about coming over. None of that. I can't do that anymore. When I got saved, I, I, I let them know. <laughs> I let the fellows know it can't happen here no more. No, it can't happen with me no more either. I am in the church. And I don't mean the building. Now, I'm not talking about being in a building. I am in Jesus Christ and he's in me. And these things that I were doing is against him. So I found that out and I no longer want to do that. I have one to tell me, God bless you, Bible. <laughs> you hear me? When we get serious with the Lord, he will remain serious with us. And he will bless us that these people who wouldn't believe will believe that we are in him and he's in us. And we want to do what's right. Yeah. And I thank him this morning. Hallelujah. But it takes a well-made-up mind daily. Not your mind on made up on what you're trying to do or get done. But a well-made-up mind to stay with God and obey him and be a faithful daughter, a faithful son unto him. Yeah. Because God is real and he expects nothing less of us than real. Listen to this. It's praying time, but it's believing time as well. It's serving time. We must serve God by serving others. Yeah. But it's also seeking him time. Uh, and what I mean by that is seeking his word. We seek him, but we seek his word so that we'll know what his word says, so that we'll obey what he has, you know, said in his word for us to do. So it's praying time. It's seeking time. It's uh, staying close to him time. It's keeping our mind on him time. It's serving others time. It's giving our all for him time. That's what time it is. Because if we do these things, we're going to escape these ugly things that's coming our way. It'll be like we don't know about it to a certain degree. It'll be like, what? Oh, it's not happening over here where I am. 
I believe you'll see some believers come together. They may come together to live together. Uh, there may be some brothers that come uh, and bring their family so that they can help protect uh, people who don't have a family, people who don't have children, people that are not married, mainly women. I believe it will be some brothers come together so they can do that. Because whatever we need, God has it. Huh? Anybody believe that? God got it. Whatever we need, he's got it. So I believe he will protect. Yeah. He will use others to protect others. He will use others to feed others. Yeah. I believe just like uh, on the day of, you know, of the apostles when they came and laid what they had at the apostles' feet. So that everybody could get what was needed. Because there are going to be some things we need when all of this come into play. And it's coming. Yeah, it's coming. I can't deny that. And I can't lie and say, oh, no, God ain't going to let it come. Yeah, it's coming. But you heard what he said. Hallelujah. We can escape these things. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I'm grateful. Sorry, God, I got to put this back in a bag. <laughs> I'm so grateful unto him that he thought of me. Huh? In his plan, knowing what was coming, he thought of us, his children, the believers. And I'm so ever so grateful. I could never tell him thank you enough. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What a mighty God we serve. Angels bow before him. The heaven and earth adore him. What a mighty God we serve. So today we are going to be talking about what God do you believe. We're going to be talking about do you believe in the faith of God. We're going to be talking about in other words, again, who do you praise and worship? Who do you give your all to? Yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, uh, Brother Lewis said the government is trying to ban over-the-counter flu and cold meds. Put up some first aid stuff. All of this is necessary. You may not need it, but somebody coming your way may. Because we may end up being in groups. We never know how this thing is going to play. Because if somebody didn't prepare, they don't have nothing. No food, no water, no clothes, no nothing. But they're believers. So we come together and we help. So we put these things up. Over-the-counter meds. Um, blankets. Boots. Socks. Coats. Whatever you can because somebody would believe. He said, I know it's unbelievable, but they just banned incandescent light bulbs. Uh, they are overstepping, as what Brother Lewis said. See, because we don't, we, we don't know how long this thing will last. So it's better to be prepared than not prepared. It's better to have more than not have enough. But yet, we got to work because we got to get our spirit man straight. It's coming. Yeah. 
And it's not just going to come to America. Don't uh, People may think, oh, well, it's just going to tap America. The Americans going to be hungry. They're not going to have nothing. No, it's going to be all over the world. <laughs> Nobody's escaping unless you in Jesus and he in you and you've been faithful and you've been obedient. Then you can escape all these things. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I, I don't want to sound negative. Because I want you to be positive. Because we serve the true and living God. Jehovah that have all power. The same God that so loved us. He sent his only begotten son. I know. I know over and over. Look what she's saying. Oh, but that thing is exciting news. Did y'all know that? That's the gospel. God sent his only begotten son. Whoever believe on him won't perish. But have everlasting life. That's the gospel. Jesus is the living word, still. In the beginning, he was the word, and God made the word flesh, and flesh dwelt among men, but he still is the word. And he is still God, there's still one. But if we don't believe, and we riding on our own merits, we are going to be out of gas. Anybody know when you're out of gas, you can't go nowhere? Your car, your truck won't start? And if the service station is a thousand miles away and that's the only one, what will you do? How many days will it take? You to get there and get some gas and get back. But this is the thing. Now is the time. We have time right now. So now is the time to prepare. Store you some stuff away. Canned goods, non-perishable things. If you have children, Get milk in cartons that you don't have to refrigerate. Get powdered milk. Whatever you got to do. Because these people are going to be running around like squirrely birds and think everything is business as usual. And they'll soon find out, no, it's not. I believe they're even trying to stop prayer. I forgot to call Sister Jerry. I'll give them a minute. Uh, I believe they're trying to stop prayer everywhere that they can. They're trying to stop the gospel from going forth. Because they don't care about people being saved or whatever. Yeah. So, look, I'm going to this one. And uh, when we come back, we're coming back to talk about who you believe, what God you believe in serving, praising, worshiping, work for. Yeah, no, man, say DJ and proclaimer. Play the music every time. No, man, say, feeling fine.
family. Another next edition of the Takeover with me, Proclaimer. Sounds of Terry Linen, no longer a slave to fear. We've been set free, haven't we? For freedom, we've been set free. And who the sun sets free is truly free indeed. God bless you. Good to have you here this week. Gonna be doing the most shout outs today. All the ready back crew. All the ready again crew. But before we go anywhere, Father, we want to draw you in, Lord. We want to encourage you and invite you, Lord, to come and be part of this show. Lord, right now, in the name of Jesus, Father. I'm asking if you would pour out your spirit and your anointing upon this show, Lord, that, Lord, that your name would be glorified, Lord, that your name would be lifted up, and, Lord, that people would be drawn nearer to you through the spirit of your son, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I give God glory and give him honor and praise this morning that there are other gospel and Christian uh, DJs out here, hosts out here that host a radio show or work, you know, for a radio show that talk about the goodness of God and telling the truth and encouraging people uh, to lift up the name of Jesus. So I'm thankful uh, unto him this morning. Brother Lewis gave me uh, Ezekiel chapter 38 uh, and what well, verses 38 through 39 and James 4 and 17. Therefore to him that knoweth to do, to do good and doeth it not, doeth it not, to him it is a sin. Prepping is good, so do it. Yeah, prepping is good. I cannot lie. It's a great thing. I know God will supply for us, but if you heard to prep, then you're supposed to be prepping. Now, if you never heard of it, then God is going to provide for you. But he sent his word, and his word healed us. His word even gave us a sound mind that when it's time for prepping, we prep. I got uh, water purifiers. You know, you just put this stuff in there. I got filters, I got um, different things, you know, and I have a, a, a overnight camping set. Everything you need is in that bag. It's one bag, and the bag is not really big, but everything you need is in that bag. Uh, there's a sleeping bag. Uh, there are things you pull. And it cooked the food inside the back. Oh, you got to prepare yourself. Yeah, you got to prepare yourself now. Because we don't know how long this thing will last. And how soon it's coming. That's the big thing. I have non-perishable foods, like I said. A canned meat, canned this, canned that. Because we don't know. And I'd rather have too much than too little uh, uh, but, but Lewis sent me some gifts, and then there are foods we can buy that last 30 years, 20 years. Yeah, you got to check it out. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's like 
big, big bucket it come in, I call it, a, a five-gallon bucket. And I, I, I'm sure you just dip the food. All you need is water and heat. And one of the buckets is sent chocolate pudding. I thought that was cute. So we need to be looking towards these things and preparing to prep uh, daily. Yeah, daily. So I'm storing some stuff because I know I'm I'm going to have to help other people. Yeah, I notice not not robbers and thieves, but believers. Yeah, and some people may say, "Well, hey, let's ask Sister Barbara if we can come out there. We'll sleep on the floor. We'll bring our sleeping bag. We'll sleep on the patio, unless it's deep weather for us, and it don't last very long. But cold is cold." And so some men get together and bring their wives and, you know, come on out and we got protection. I don't I don't have guns. I don't do guns. I do angels. <clears throat> yeah, I call on God for angels to take care of my situation. I don't want to shoot nobody, stab nobody, cut nobody, beat up nobody. Now, I, nah, nah, nah. I can't stand to see a fight no more. I don't like all of for God is safety to us. So look, we're coming in to talk about, I, I just wanted to remind us about that, to prepare, to prep, yeah, make preparations. Uh, we're talking about, do you believe in the faith for God? Thinking about God and his faithfulness. At any age looking back, you can see God never missed a second of being there. And when I mean any age, I mean anybody that's living. And you say you're a believer. You could be a teenager. You say you're a believer. At 13, 14, when you look back, God was always there. He never missed a day of work. Never called out. Almighty God is always there. And no matter where the believer is located, he's right there. God made the heavens and the earth, and it is his and all that dwell in it. Daily, even evil is allowed because he is over evil and everything. His eyes are in every place seeing the evil and the good. Yeah. Yeah, he does. And so we need him. And we need him to lead and guide us every day. We need him to show us the way. Because if he don't show us the way, we messed up. We're in the wrong place at the wrong time. We are in the wrong places at the wrong time. I know you heard I'm in the, I've been in the right place, but it was the wrong time. But you can be in the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah. I would have to, I would hate to be out in bear country. For me, that's the wrong place. And then a bear run across me. I have nothing to protect myself with. I'm in the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah. I thought I could really run across the railroad track before the train come. I thought I could make it through that. My timing was off. 
I did the wrong thing at the wrong time. <laughs> so now I, I, I don't know if I survived that or not, you see. So we don't want to be at the wrong places at the wrong time. And we want to choose this day whom we're going to serve. And we want to choose the true and living God who have all power. There's no higher power. We want God to be on our side. And we want to be on his side. We want to be for him. We want to talk of his wondrous work and make known his deeds among the people. We don't we don't wanna be out here running around as they say squirrely birds. <laughs> yeah, because you know squirrels chase out the birds. But we want to get this thing right with God. So look, I want to read this this morning. Uh but first I I want to share this. God is the greatest content creator ever. When we look at the word of God, he's the greatest content creator ever. He inspired man to put the word together in what we call the Bible. Yeah. I even noticed King James have changed. Yeah, I noticed that too. So we have to watch as well as pray because there are a lot of things coming into play that we may overlook. And if we haven't been in the Word, we won't know what's missing, what was there, what has been removed from that. Yeah. And we need to know this, not not, not uh, play with it, but learn it and practice it. Because if they take Bibles away, what will you do? You can't just run and uh, think you know something. No, we want to do it strictly according to the word of God. So I was looking at this this morning and, you know, thinking back on who God really is. And it brought me to Matthew, and I believe this is chapter 6, yeah. Matthew chapter 6. Jesus knew he had to go away. And the words say he went away to prepare a place for us. That where he is, we may be also one day. That means that he went away to get things set up for us so that we could come and be with him one day. But it said maybe. We may. Because not everybody loving and not everybody want to walk upright before him and make him the Lord of their lives. Make him the God of their lives. There's no other God before him in your life. Because a lot of times, cars, money, our feelings, our children, grandchildren, husband, wife, the list is endless, jobs, uh, uh, investments, all this stuff is before God. But we don't want anything to be before him. We want him to be our God and the God of our lives. And we want to seek him daily with our whole heart. 
We want to obey his word by applying his word to our everyday life. If his word says don't do it, we don't want to do it. So Matthew chapter 6 says this, starting at verse 1. It says, take heed that you do not your arms before men to be seen of them. Otherwise, you have no reward of your Father which is in heaven. All that you do before people to show people what you got going on. I've seen people come up and they hold their money up for the offering to show people because they want brownie points, hero points. They want somebody to recognize them as having money. We don't want to do that. We, we, we don't want to do what we do for others before men. We just want to do it before them and God and not tell everybody. Now, some things I share, but I don't share everything. I know you think I do. I had one person say, well, if you haven't told us all, my goodness, woman, what else? What? I can't tell everything. Everything is not for everybody. Because when you do this, you already got your reward because they're going to pat you on the back. Oh, look what Barbara's doing. Oh, that is so nice. Oh, she's feeding the people. Oh. No. I tell the family, other parents, meet me at the store. Go get what you want. And I'll head on to your car. I'll pay for it. Uh, these guys here bring it out there. And then your husband can take over after that. Something like that. Only them who needed to know, know. Even the people in the store, they don't know what's going on. Because the way we are interacting, they think I'm the mother. And I run everything, so they left me in charge. They gave me the money to pay for whatever. You see? That's a way to do things. So now, I will have a reward in heaven if I get my hero points and pats on the back and all of this and, and, and blow it up if, if I get it right here. If I come up right here before people, uh-uh. God don't have a reward for me. I've already gotten it from the people. I don't want the people's award or reward. I want the reward and award of Almighty God. Oh, honey, it'll last throughout eternity. Verse 2 says, Therefore, when thou doest thine arms, do not sound a trumpet before thee, as the hypocrites do in the synagogue and in the streets, that they may have glory of men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. So I learned to make uh, non-perishable lunches. And I learned to sneak and give them away. And when I was able to go downtown Jacksonville and give out bag lunches, I wasn't giving it out to get pats on the back, but I was giving it out so that hungry people could eat because you had a lot of people catching the bus going on job interviews. And they couldn't have no food really until they started working, made a paycheck. So God blessed me to go down and give out the bag lunches. 
I can remember going down there one day, Brother Lewis, and I had a bunch of bread ends left, you know, for making all those sandwiches. So I kept, I used everything that I could. I don't believe in wasting. I saved all of the bread ends. And then I make uh, two huge pans, I think it was, of bread pudding. And I take that down in the bag lunches. I didn't know who liked bread pudding and who who did. But these two uh, bus drivers, street bus drivers, in their uniform and everything, they said, ma'am, what you doing? I said, I'm giving out lunches. What's in the lunch? I said, a sandwich, a piece of food. Uh, you, you get a drink with that. And in these particular lunches, I made homemade bread pudding. They was like, ma'am, can we please get a lunch? We hungry, too. I'm looking at them, but I gave the lunch. When I come back through, they was like, ma'am, you got any more of that bread pudding? I said, no, it came with the lunch. We ate the bread pudding after lunch, and we gave our lunches away. I just kind of looked at him. I'm what? He was like, ma'am, don't come back down here. If you're not going to bring enough bread pudding. I thought my grandmama, I'm used to my grandma bread I was like, what is going on? But I didn't do that to get rewarded. I did that. So a hungry person going on a job interview, uh, going to a doctor's appointment or coming from a doctor's appointment, they could have two sandwiches, a piece of food, an apple or orange, banana, or whatever, a dedicate and a canned drink. I remember I was going uh, right there to the city rescue mission. I was coming through there. And I had a case of uh, drinks in my right hand and a huge basket of bag lunches. One of those big, huge straw bags up to my big amount. The cab driver whipped up in there. I was like, what is this? He said, ma'am, may I have one of those? He said, I'm hungry, ma'am. I made no money. I gave the cab driver a lunch. And if I'm not mistaken, if I'm remembering right, he was eating that lunch. You never know what people are going through. And we don't want to get out here doing this stuff so that we can get kudos and pats on the back and awards and they're going to put us up and they're going to give the big banquet. I do it from my heart, so I don't need people reward me for what I do. Now, I need you to come with me and help me out. Even if you want to serve or you want to give a gift of money or, you know, you want to send me something that I can give to somebody, I'm down for the cause. But I don't need nobody knowing all I'm doing and then, you know, Telling the world and the newspaper people coming and the TV people coming. And now, I don't need my business broadcasting like that because what I'm doing is being done unto the Lord from my heart. So, therefore, when thou doest thine arms, do not sound the trumpet before thee as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, that they may have glory of men. Verily, I say unto you, they have their reward. Who mandated to? When I went to the banquet and they gave me the award and I got the news people, I hear they interview, I already got what I'm going to get. When God have much more for me, when I'm sick, he heal my body. 
I'm older, but he don't allow me to feel old. Many days he don't allow me to know that I am old. I forget. I have forgotten many times that I was 66 years old because he's in me and I'm in him. And not because I'm in the world and of the world. I'm clubbing. I'm, I'm dressing inappropriate. No, no, no. Not because of that foolishness or I want to be younger than I am or I've gone back to the young days in my mind. No, not because of that, but because of the works. I should live and not die. I should live and not be old to declare the works of the Lord. No, not like the world. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. I have plenty of people I need to help. Verse 3 says, But when thou doest alms, let not thy left hand know what thy right hand doeth. Don't tell nobody. Well, you know, I went over there to the hospital and I just went from room to room and just laid hands on the door. Went down in the chapel and I just prayed out loud. Now, I never tell you all of that. I went to the jail and I just I just sit on, sit on the bench outside the jail. And I just prayed and I prayed. And I got to tell you all of that. Now, from teaching you, I can tell you. These are some things we may need to do. Are these some things that we want to do? Are these some things that the words say to do? Yeah. You see. Oh, uh, yeah. So, uh, we don't want. Y'all excuse me. We don't want to uh, be out there showing out. Even if I was getting married and had have a wedding, I'm not going to do all of that. I, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but I, I don't, I don't want to do all that. If I had a wedding, I just want something, something plain and simple. It's to show the world who I love and who I'm taking their last name and who I'm going to love and treat right until death do us apart, until one of us die. And even after one of us die, I'm not uh, looking for another husband. God gave me that one. Yeah. Verse 4 says that thine arms may be in secret. See, what you're doing, you don't want nobody to know. It's a secret assignment. And thy father would see it in secret. Himself shall reward you openly. He saw what you did in secret. He saw you go over there and, and help that family out. And nobody you didn't ask nobody to go with you, so they'll know. You went on your own. My daughter kept asking me last night, who going to Orlando with you? Who going? Who going? I, I don't know. I, I'm going. I told the Lord, I'll go if I have to go by myself, so I'm gone, whether somebody go or, or they don't go. So we're going to do what we do unto God secretly, because we're not doing it unto man. When we became believers, everything that we do, we do it as unto God. Because he's the God that we believe. We found out of his goodness, his grace, his mercy, his love. We found out he won't leave us. He won't do it. 
even when we sin, even when we do wrong, he won't leave us. We found this out. So whatever we do, we want him to be glorified, not us. So whatever we do in secret, he see it. Himself, and he will reward us openly. We did it in secret, but everybody now they gonna know. Father been praying, or Father been giving. Even folks that's not really professing God, they get to see. I can remember praying a prayer: "The Lord, let these people see why I love you. Let them see why I love you so." The next thing I knew, I had a brand new car. I was dressing fine. Yeah, had nice clothes. He was rewarding me openly so that they could see because they used to talk about me. That's all she know, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Yeah, that's all I needed to know because he was my way maker. He was my promise keeper. Uh, he was my rewarder. Hallelujah. The more I began to seek him, the more he rewarded me. So he showed them why. I loved him. He could give me a new car with bad credit. And the payments wasn't high, neither was the interest. <laughs> he could cause the car lot to fill my car with gas and give me 600 cash back. Yeah. And we're not paying it back. They didn't have it, have it included in the payment. That's what people said. But I knew better because I know who did. Because I know he holds my future. That just hit me just right then. And life is worth the living just. <laughs> Ooh, because he lives. I feel the spirit of the Lord moving. Hey, glory. Because God lives. I can face tomorrow and any other day because he leaves. (laughs) All fear is gone because I know he holds my future and life is worth the living just because he leaves. See, look, even when I give my last, Hey, thank you, Lord. Thank you today, God. Thank you. I don't have to be concerned about I gave all I had away. He's a way maker. It's coming back double. Sometimes it come back triple. Sometimes you give money, that it, it multiplies, and it comes back a hundredfold. But we want to do things, work unto God. See, because we're looking for these things that this negative coming our way to pass us by. We're going to escape these things. So all of this will cause us to be blessed by Almighty God and to see us as his church that he's coming back looking for. For says that, that thine arms may be in secret and that Father which seeth in secret himself shall reward thee openly. Verse 5 says, and when thou prayest, Thou shalt not be as the hypocrites are, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and in the corners of the streets, that they may be seen of men. 
Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. That's not what I'm looking for. I am not looking for the reward of man. I want that reward of God. See, because it's never ended. Never, ever ended. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Ah, yes. You know, I ain't told Brother Gilmore good morning in a long time. He just sent me a message. Okay, Brother Gilmore. All right, all right, all right, all right. Oh, it's a long message, but he says long, but an urgent read. Okay, listen. So what we want to do is work unto God, not unto man. We want to work, and what we do, we keep it secret so man don't see it. Because sometimes man see it, and, and you that, that's not what you want, but he'll expose it. He'll tell it all. Oh, Barbara over there, oh yeah. Here come the news people. Here come this and that. Nah, I don't need that. Verse 6 says, but thou, when thou prayest, enter into thy closet, and when thou hast shut thy door, pray to thy father, which is in secret. And thy father which seeth in secret shall reward thee openly. I don't have to get on him with big prayer. If I pray in church, I don't have to pray big prayer. I take it to my closet at home. My personal prayer closet at my house. And I tell God all about it. And what he saw me go in that secret closet, that personal prayer closet that nobody else knew about, what he saw go on in there and he heard, he reward me openly. He go ahead and answer. Yeah. And when I look up, I'm more than blessed. He's, he, he, he even put some uncommon miracles in there. Yeah, I've gotten miracles before, but not like these, because I did things in secret, and he saw it, and he rewarded me openly. Verse 7 says, but when, when you pray, use not vain repetition, as the heathens do. He called them heathens. You up with all this stuff, our Father and our God. What in the world? I thank you I wasn't on my cooling board last night. Now, <laughs> Father, in the name of Jesus, Father God, I thank you for waking me. Uh, if, I'm in a, if I'm in a church setting or a group setting and they ask me to pray, I thank you for waking us up this morning, closing our right mind. Father, we thank you for the use and activity of our limbs, our life, our health, and our strength. We come before you this morning thanking you for all you've done. The things we remember and the things we don't. What you're doing right now, what you're going to do. A, 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 a prayer from your heart. Say what you mean. Because this is what God needs. You don't need your big words and your long speeches. Uh, no, he, that, that's not what you need. It, it's vain repetition doing it. As the heathens do. For they think that they shall be heard for their much speaking. <clears throat> Excuse me. 
they think that God hit him because they come with all these big, deep words. and all. I love Noah Jones. Yes, I do. As we say in the South, yes, I am. <laughs> I love it. But I can do without the big words that you done studied. And you done found out what they mean. I can do without all just come plain and simple. The scripture said the word is so plain and simple, even a child can understand. Yeah. Who needs to talk like that from the pulpit? What's going on? Eight says, be not, be not ye therefore like unto them. For your father know what things you have need of before you ask him. Because he supplied me, he knows. He made us for his pleasure. His eyes are in every place. He's beholding the evil and the good. He see it all. He heard the conversation when you was on the phone with the bill collector. He saw you read the letter in the mail when, the, when, when they wrote you about the bill in the mail. He knew how much your paycheck was. He saw the numbers on it when you got it through your bank account. He saw accounting and what the taxes, he know it all. So be not ye therefore like unto them. For your father knoweth the things he have need of before you ask. Number nine, he, he's teaching us something. God is always giving instruction. He's always letting us know he's a giver. See, he loves a cheerful giver, so he's a great giver. He's the greatest giver I ever known. So he'll say, you do this, I'm going to do that. He's always going to reward you for whatever you give. So if you give it in prayer, he's going to reward you. And he's always trying to train us so that we can get better. So that we can become spiritual people because he's a spiritual God. So now he know what you need before you ask him. He done taught you how to pray. I mean, he done taught you what not to do in prayer and in being out. He done taught you to bring things in secretly, do it in secret. I've gone into places like a secret agent. And I don't even know what the CIA do, but I think I went in like, like a CIA agent. That's what I felt. I didn't know what it really was, but I felt I was going in here. I, I can remember God would lead me to churches on Sunday morning simply just to carry a word to the pastor. Simply just to carry a word over here, over there, for the leadership of the church. You hear me? And then I went on to where I was supposed to be going. <laughs> he said, I've done a many of things unto him secretly. I've done a many of things because he said to do it. Some things made me look like a fool. Some things made me sound crazy. For great is he that lives within me than he that is in the world. I knew he would fix it. I didn't have to obey. 
was the key thing to do. And later on, become the same people that I looked like a fool before finally crazy to it and say, you know what, Bob? I didn't understand. I thought you was a fool. I thought you had lost your mind. But you know what, Baba God, yada, 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 yada. And sometimes they don't use God because I didn't use God. I quote scripture every day. In my everyday talking, people don't even know it because they, they, they haven't been in that word. If I talk to Mike Murdoch, he might know. <laughs> oh, he blessed me with that money thing. I'll never forget Mike for that. Yeah. Because I, I used to say, uh-uh, uh-uh, I can't do Mike. Mike got to go on. All Mike think about is money, my eye, uh, no. I, 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 Mike must be loving money around here. I'm not going to fool with him. Four o'clock in the morning, I had prayed a prayer concerning money. Four o'clock in the morning, God wakes me up. Who won't you, Mike Murdoch? And the Spirit of the Lord said, listen, listen closely. I listened real well. And the Lord showed me, try what he says and watch what happens. Just do what he's talking about and watch. I did it. And every time I do it, God bless me financially. So I begin to do it every month. Yeah. And I'm blessed. He, I'm blessed. He loves a cheerful giver. So now look, he know what we need before we ask. He don't want us out here doing what the heathens do. He said in verse 9, after this manner, therefore pray ye. After you done heard this now, and after you done did these things I said to do, this is the way you pray. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Holy is thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. You see what's happening? We had to honor him and glorify him and praise him. Acknowledge where he was that we know where he was in heaven. Now we get into the physical part and spiritual part. Give us this day our daily bread, our natural food and our spiritual daily bread, because we have to have it daily. We have to feed this old spirit man daily. Verse 12 says, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Forgive me for overspending. Forgive me for getting this and I didn't have the money for it, so now I got to make payments. I'm in debt. Forgive me for using them credit cards like that. I'm in debt. And forgive me. Please, Lord, help me to forgive my debtors. Help me to forgive Capital One and all these people. Help me to forgive Wells Fargo. Help me to forgive the electric company, the water company, uh, 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 the Toyota company, the Lincoln, whatever I got. But help me to forgive in the name of Jesus. And look on what he said in 10. That kingdom come and that will be done in earth 
as it is in heaven. Not my will, and my kingdom is not coming nowhere. Verse 12 says, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. 13, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Look, lead us not into temptation. You don't, you don't, you don't tempt nobody. But he can, he's able. Huh? You're out here squirting a bird, acting like you done lost your mind, out here acting like a straight-up donkey. Because you know a donkey can be stubborn, kicking and acting a fool. He can let you be led into temptation now. But we ask him, and lead us not into temptation. And Lord, don't let me look at Tamu and Shein and all these places and Macy's and all of this that, Lord, they say I can pay them later. <laughs> Help me not to fall in the temptation of shopping. Though. Keep me. But I learned buy a few things that you need and the rest of that shopping, take it to the flea market and sell it. Use the money to bless some family. Use the money to bless somebody. Huh? So I'm not tempted for me because I don't want to be led in temptation. The Lord know what you like. He know what you need. He know what you want. Ladies, if your heart desire is a 6'3 man, 190 pounds, let's say, and every pound hitting him where it should be hitting at you think. Stay away from him. Don't be tempted. Now, if he comes and he's talking about marriage, but first he's going to talk about God. If he's right, that's what he's going to bring to you. Almighty God. He ain't bringing you and he ain't bringing him. You don't want to know all that. What do you want to know? What kind of heart you have after God? Someone, oh no, that's how he want to talk about Jesus. I, now, honey, I'm looking for me a man that, you know, into me. You finna get messed up. That's what you finna get. You gonna be on temptation. You gonna fall in it. Roll in it, wallow in it, and come out messed up. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Every evil thought, every evil deed, every lie, everything is not of you. Father, deliver me from it in the name of Jesus. For thine is the kingdom. You're the kingdom, God. You over everything. The earth is yours. The fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. And the power. You have all power. There's no higher power. And the glory. We got to bow down forever. Amen. We must bow to Almighty God. We must obey Him. We must follow His lead. Not, not our own. For if ye forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. 
Now, now this is a, a great thing to know, Matthew, the whole chapter 6. Because if we put these things into practice, if we apply these things to our everyday life, we're going to bypass, we're going to escape all this other stuff coming, and we'll be able to stand before God. But if you forgive me and their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you forgive not me and their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive you your trespasses. Did you hear that part? God is not a God that says something and he take it back. If he says laptop crash, Oh, I'm sorry, Brother Lewis. He's not a God that give it and take it back. And what he give won't add no sorrow. It won't have you crying. Up in the midnight hour, where I'm going to get this car payment from. Lord, they will going to foreclose on my house. No, it won't have you doing that. If you keep your mind on him, he's going to keep you in perfect peace. He'll even speak to you and let you know, I got this. Have faith. Trust me today. So I'm going to have you up crying and carrying on. Because you know who gave it to you. And you have all power. But we got to learn to forgive, y'all. Some people carrying a lot of unforgiveness around and praying. How you praying and you ain't forgave them people? You got to forgive them and love them. Huh? He wanted, God the one that wrote in the word inspired man to write love your enemy. What? Yeah, you got to love them. You got to forgive them and love them. And, and if God put our sins in the sea of forgetfulness and never remember them again, we need to work on not remembering what people did to us. Forgive them and move on. Now, you don't have to associate with them every day all day. You don't have to be at their house, they at your house, y'all riding together, y'all buddy-buddy. Nope, nope, nope. I forgave you and I love you, which means this. If I hear something bad happen and I can help in some kind of way, I don't mind doing it. But we're not going to hang. <laughs> 16 says, moreover, when you fast, be not as the hypocrites of a sad tolerance, but they disfigure their faces, that they may appear unto men to fast. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. Did you hear that? They, they, you were not supposed to tell people when we fasted. And I had to learn, stop saying, I don't want to eat till 12. Folks going to know you fast and stop that. And when we fasted, many times they don't say nothing, but you can tell by their face. They hung. They pitiful. Now we coming in with the pity part. No, no ma'am. No, sir. Doing all of that, you already got your reward. 17 says, but thou, when thou fastest, anoint thine head and wash thy face. 18, that thou appear not unto men to fast, but unto thy father which is in secret, and thy father which seeth in secret shall reward thee openly. 
Now that's what he said. I didn't have nothing to do with it. I wasn't there again when God inspired man to write it. But I do believe it. 19 says, And lay not up for yourself treasures upon earth, where moth and rust do it corrupt, and where thieves break through and steal. I was trying to do the money challenge. Y'all know, because it sounded good, it looked good. You know what the money challenge is, right? Uh, you, 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 you list a bunch of things that you want to do, uh, you know, your savings, and you want to have something extra at the house, and, and then you put money every time you get some towards these things. Your bills, you got them over here, your, your electric, your mortgage, your daughter, they get that, and you put the money in these little pouches. But now this what he said, I didn't say it. And I started spending that money. And the Lord showed me, give them a hundred, give them a hundred. Yeah. Get rid of that. Stop that. Lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth. Now that's what he said, not me. Where moth and rust do it corrupt, and where thieves break through and steal. He ain't talking about no spiritual thing. He's talking about a natural thing. Because who, who can break into your body and steal your heart and, and use it to glorify God? No, ma'am, you dead. And that heart that they got in their hand that they done took from you is dead, too. God can't do nothing with that. And you're a murderer. You're not up for yourselves, treasures upon earth, where moth and rust do it corrupt, and where thieves break and steal. 20 says, but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust do it corrupt and where thieves do not break through nor steal. 21 said this, but where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. And Lord, I pray that my treasure is on working in your vineyard and blessing your people. I pray that my treasure is in you. You're the God of my life, and I make you everything. Let my treasures be in you and nothing else. In Jesus' name. Yeah. Many things I pray for. Uh-huh. Because I want God to be glorified. I want him to be satisfied. When people look at me, I want them to see God. When they think of me, I want them to think about God. I want them to think about Jesus. It tickled me so good, but my buddy gave me a name, Jesus Lady. That thing tickled me so good, I couldn't believe it. Yeah, and me and his wife, we have some good laughs over there. We had some good laughs over there, Jesus Lady. He said this, for where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Whatever you worshiping, your car, your money, your job, that's where your heart is. Your heart is not going to be for him or in him or on you. No, it's going to be for whatever tangible thing that, that you made to God. It's your treasure. It's what you treasure the most. It's what you're after. It's what you're about. I want mine to strictly be about Almighty God that have all power. 22 says, the light of the body is the eye. If therefore that eye be single, that whole body shall be full of light. 
See, I'm looking one way, and I'm looking unto God. I can't look unto man because he don't have nothing but foolishness. A man have what going to cause me to be tempted and fall. So if I look to the hills for which cometh to my help, knowing all my help comes from the Lord, he made the heavens and the earth, I'll be good. I can keep my eye on God. I won't be around here lusting after the wrong things. 23 said, but if then I be evil, the whole body shall be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in thee be darkness, how great is that darkness? That's all I got. That's all I'm about, darkness, evil stuff. I'm watching horror movies. That's how I, I'm just full of darkness. When you talk to me, it's all negative, ne- never positive. I'm not encouraging nobody. I'm bringing everybody down. In the church, I'm in the church. The famine coming, oh, not only that, the six is coming. I'm just full of darkness. And when Jesus comes, ain't none of us going back. That's darkness. Ain't thinking about praying for deliverance. Because that eye is evil. The whole body is full of darkness. And therefore the light that is in thee is darkness. How great is that darkness? See, because it, it, it gets worse and worse. It don't get better. Jesus come that we might have light. Evil didn't. That devil come to steal, kill, and destroy. 24 says no man can serve two masters. Check this out now. But either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. You can't serve God and man. The people dog come before God. Can't serve both. Got to give one up. And I'd rather give man up. I'd rather obey God than man. 25 says, Therefore I say unto you, take no thought for your life, what you shall eat or what you shall drink, nor yet for your body, what you shall put on. Is not the life more than meat and the body than raiment? Listen, life is more than eating, and your body is more than clothes. So all that going out to fancy eat, dressed all up, it don't really mean a whole lot. But when you serve in God, when you love God, when you made him the God of your life, that life he gave you, your life should be hid in him every day. You shouldn't be walking around Tell me what I want. It's my thing. I'm going to do. No, no, no. He's teaching us this morning 
how to escape these things that are coming and stand before him. 26 says, Behold the fowl of the air, but they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into barns. Yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are you not much more than they? Look, don't no bird plant nothing. He don't uh, buy nothing. He don't own nothing. When he get his children, or uh, 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 she get her children a certain age, birds, they kick them out the nest. Now, fly or die, whatever you're going to do, go on and do it. I'm through with you. You hear? I'm not bringing them a worms back here. The, the worms I'm finna get now, I'm eating all of those. So you better find a way. It says they don't collect nothing and put nothing in no bones. They don't go to no Walmart and shop for no groceries. Huh? They don't do none of this. Yet your heavenly father feeds them. Are you not much better than they? We better than they. We are much better than birds, which is the fowl of the air. All kind of eagles, bluebirds, robins, whatever kind you got. 27 says, which of you by taking thought can add one cubit unto your stature? Now, by thinking on all these things, what am I going Lord, they're going to take my car. Oh, Lord, I ain't got my mortgage payment, my rent. Oh, the job say they're going to fire. Okay, thinking of all of this, how much more make you grow? Do you get any taller from thinking like that? Do you get any taller? No, you don't. It does not make you grow. And it does not make you grow spiritually. It stunts your growth. It stunts your growth, especially spiritually. 28 says, and why take ye thought for raiment? Why are you taking thought on clothes? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They toil not, neither do they spin. 29 says, and yet I say unto you, even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. And we know Solomon has some, the, the wisest man and rich. You know Solomon had it going on and all them different exotic women and all of that stuff. The scripture said he was not arrayed like one of them lilies That don't, they don't grow on their own. They don't work. Yeah, they, they don't toil off steam. But Solomon in all his array wasn't glorified like these lilies. They are beautiful. I got about four of them in the living room on one big beautiful plant. Yeah. I look at and they white. Beautiful. Yeah. 
30 says, Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? See, we got to take all these things into consideration, and we got to keep the faith. Keep trusting God. Keep obeying and applying his word to our everyday life. We're going to escape these terrible things that's coming. He's for us. And if he be for us, he's more than the whole world against us. He made us the head and not the tail, above and not beneath. Even in famine times, even in bad times, no weapon that is formed against Barbara is going to prosper. Why? His word said so. I'm giving all I can right now spiritually into my bones. I'm remembering what his word says. I'm applying his word to my everyday life. It don't make me perfect. It don't make me better than nobody else. It makes me striving. It makes me humble. It makes me kind, loving, and giving. That's what it does. It don't make me sit up with a robe on looking deep when I'm in church at the pulpit. It don't make me when I'm out in the street, I'm dressed to the nines because I want people to recognize I'm a minister. I go out there just as ragged as I can and draw. <laughs> How people will come to you. Now that impressive thing, them that's impressed by the way you look, pray for them, that's all. Because you're looking at the outer appearance, but you don't know what's in my heart. Folk do background checks and find out you've been in jail, you've been this, you got a crime. They don't want nothing to do with you. Then they come over there dressed up, never committed a crime, but when they leave that, they done took all the company money. Why? You looking at the outer appearance, you looking at what's on paper. You get to know somebody. I'm trying to tell you this morning. All they do. So look. 31 says, therefore, take no thought, saying what you shall eat, or what you what we we drink, or wherewithal shall we be clothed. 32, for after all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need of all these things. He know you need food and clothes and a place to live. But are we giving him what he needs so he can bless us? So, he, so that he can supply the need. Are we really his? Do we belong to him? Do we act like his children? Do we act as if we're related to Jesus Christ? Huh? Wait, what you say, Bible related? Joint heirs to him. Do we act like we got an inheritance? No, we out here acting like the heathens. Like we don't know we got an inheritance. I do. Who gave it to me? Going to church every Sunday. Bible study. And you don't know what your inheritance is. You don't know you got to live right and walk upright before God so that you can get all that belongs to you. And you're going to escape these things. One day, stand before God. But we're standing before him right now. Because he see all we do it, hear all we say. 
33 says, but seek ye first, listen, the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Right now, seek first the kingdom of God and food and clothes and housing and cars and all that will be added. But you don't want to just do all of this for the sake of clothes and money and the house on the hill with the dog and fluffy. And not, not just for that. But I want to do it so when I stand before him, he can recognize me. Hey, glory. You know my name. He know it, see. And then one day he's going to give me a name that no one else can pronounce but him. I've ran my course, and I've ran it with patience. I kept my eyes to the hills for which cometh my help. I served others well. I served well. There are people I've heard things from that I would say, no way, I'll never speak to them again. But I serve well. I can serve in my flesh. I have to serve as a vessel of God. That way, no matter what come my way, it's not personal. I can't take it personally. Because if they're doing wrong, it's not wrong unto me. I didn't write, inspire nobody to write a written manual, the Bible. I didn't go out before I got the camera and suffered for nobody. I didn't carry a cross of Calvary's heel. Let them stretch me out and put the nails in my hand and my feet. Hang me up. Put a thorn of crowns on me. Pierce me in the side. Out comes water and blood. I didn't do that for nobody. Went down in the grave. Gave up the ghost. Went down in the grave. Rose three days later. Conquered all and rose with all power. Listen, I didn't do that for nobody. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Again, your house on the hill uh, with the dog named Fluffy, your money, your car, all of that. 34 said, take therefore no thought for tomorrow, for tomorrow should take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day as the evil thereof. You got to worry about tomorrow. We live in today. I want to take care of today. I want to get it right with him today because I could be gone today. He could call me to my sleep today. And I want to be ready to go today. God is safe. And I'm thankful. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There's none like him. We can search all over, won't find nobody, nobody greater than Almighty God who have all power. I'm thankful unto him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for all you've done. Thank you for what you're doing right now. And Father, we thank you for what you're going to do for us. Great and mighty things. Father, we ask that you would deliver us 
from whatever is not of you. And Lord, we want to remember that we're preparing daily for your return. We're preparing all day, all night for your return. But we know not the day, not the hour when you're coming back. Hallelujah. Only the Father knows. And so help us today to walk upright before you daily. Help us to grow more as a spiritual people. Loving and caring and under the care of a spiritual God. Do it for us, Father. In Jesus' name we ask it all. Amen and hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. We give him glory this morning. We give him honor and we give him praise. For there's none like him. Thank you, Brother Lewis, so much for posting scripts. Scriptures, I thank you. I thank you. And I thank God for having you here every morning. And thank God for using you to bring scripture to me. And uh, he already knows the very thoughts. He already knows the intent of our heart. So when he had you thinking on that yesterday, what he did for you is put you in a place where you could be safe in him. And then bless you to bring it so we all could be reminded and be in a safe place with him. Hallelujah. I'm thankful. I'm thankful unto him this morning. So listen, we're going to this one. And when we come back, the studio is open. If anyone has something they would like to say, please feel free to come in and share with us this morning. Hallelujah.
all these different things here. That was Dorinda Clark in the Alaska Mass Choir, Right Now God. And we thank God for being a right now God for each of us. He's always on time. He's never late. We might think, uh, I, I need him to come on. Oh, I need it. I need it. I need. It's almost 12 o'clock. No, he's an on-time God. Yes, he is. And he's on time every time. He's not late, none of that. He knows what's best for us today. And so we're grateful unto him. And uh, we thank him this morning. Uh, Brother Gilmore uh, just sent me something. And uh, Brother Gilmore, I am going to post this uh, in Messenger to my different friends if I can. I, I saw this posted outright, but I don't know if that'll be right. And look, he's over doing a podcast on Spotify uh, for podcasters. It says Go Justin G. And uh, he gave me a link. So I'll probably put it on my page so we all can see it. And those that want to go over there and check Brother Justin out, Brother Gilmore, then feel free to go over there and check him out. Yeah. God bless you, Brother Gilmore. I hadn't heard from you in a minute and hadn't told you good morning in a minute. And I, I kind of eased away from the morning roll call, but I want everybody to know we are still praying for you. And you are on our hearts and minds. We don't forget. We don't forget. But uh, we we pray and, we, you know, keep praying every day. My daughter and I, we pray uh, for everybody that come to the show, seen and unseen, known and unknown. We pray for you because we want you to be blessed. Look, y'all pray for Pastor Boat, right? I haven't heard from her uh, in a minute. I need to check on her, too, and I will try my best. But uh, I have a whole list for the day. I got to get these things done before I leave here. And I am going to try. I need to get my toes done. I feel like my feet hurt. <laughs> so I'm going to try to get that done. I need to back in my truck out. I'm going to try and get that done. If not, when I get to Kissimmee, I'm going to let my grandsons know. Look him, fellas, y'all, come on, let's go clean the truck right quick. The floors of the truck. Nothing is on the seat, but I just want these floors back and good, and uh, we can keep on keeping on in Jesus' name. So we thank him today. We give him glory, we give him the honor, and we give him the praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. There's none like you. So look, is there anyone, anyone this morning have something they would like to say? Again, feel free to press that number one and come in and... Uh, I know some people say, uh, well, I ain't got nothing to say. I'm going to sit back. But ain't nothing but thank you, Jesus. I just want to tell the Lord thank you and move on. Hallelujah. Yay, Alaska, yay. Yeah, I'm, I'm going shopping over there, Brother Lewis, at the uh, Value Village. That's their thrift store. And uh, Shantae Boucher's bag. She, I mean, Boucher's board. She put her signature on it, and it's the best spot ever. And uh, even being a, 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 we call them big girls, uh, they got clothes for big girls over there in Bangs and lots of jewelry. And, uh, I mean, she come out with brand new stuff she's shown me uh, with tags on it for a little or nothing. So I said I'm going to take me a big bag and a, a 
couple of overnight clothes. That's all it's going to be. Toothbrush, mouthwash, and a, a bonnet for my head at night. And I'm going to shop. And in a few days, I'll be on back and uh, put my bag under the plane. That way, I don't have to pay. And I'm bringing all my items back. And I might put it in a big suitcase to put under the plane and put a combination lock on it. He said he would move up there if the winters weren't so brutal. But you know what, Brother Lord? They are brutal now. Ooh. They they in winter right now. I'm telling you, winter is doing a big. They say last month when she saw the snow on top of the mountain, she almost started crying. I said, but y'all didn't have really much of a summer this year. She said, no, we didn't. It's like they only had maybe one month of summer. I'm talking about according to the weather, not according to the months. Yeah. And um, and she had to go back and put her winter gear back on. And they have to switch their ties. And get, for the winter, you get the ties with the studs in them. In the summer, you go remove them and get regular ties because the streets are clear. And I, in, in a place called Fairbanks, Alaska, I experienced some wonderful summer, 90 degrees weather. And up that way, when, they get, when the sun's shine, they come out the house naked. <laughs> Don't let the sun shine. They're coming out in days of deuce and they bras. That's what I said. Because to them, it's so hot. Come on now. Yeah, I went back up there. I think I went in, when did Ben get married? In September. I, I He might have got married in August. So I had to go up there by July or August, and I stayed through September. I stayed six weeks. And when I was up there, I had my jacket always near and dear. Always had long sleeves on, and what they call in summer, because I'm from Florida, and uh-uh, that that's not the summer I'm used to. Yeah, and this year, the summer in Florida was super duper hot, super hot. Ooh, I never felt it like that before. So I was thinking, I said, well, we may have a really, really, as Brother Lewis say, brutal winter, but I pray we don't. Just, just our regular winter. And then if God sees fit to make it colder than ever, that's okay too because he's killing something off that we don't need. Yeah, he's doing something. And so I think if I bind up anything that's fooling with the weather, in Jesus' name, that's God's department. He made the heaven and the earth. Yeah. So I thank him that day. Give him glory. Give him honor and praise. So look, y'all. No one have nothing they would like to say. I'm going to one more song in the morning. And when I come back, I'm coming back with praying us out. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Um, I'm looking now. Uh, all right, let's go with this one. <laughs> Everybody rock, come on. If the Lord don't do nothing else, 
say he done truly done enough. Paul said he don't treat me like my sins deserve. How many of you know that's enough right there? He's been better than good. Even when I was good to him, he's always been good and faithful to me. Ain't it good to have his favor?
Savior when I tell you that's church right there. That's church, straight up church. And uh, that's the way we church. Yeah, we church like that. And we hear him to stand up and tell God, <laughs> it's what we do. It's what we do. And we understand the command. Yeah, in church, we understand the command. And so we give God glory, we give him the honor, and we give him the praise. And listen, this is what I wanted to announce to I forgot yesterday. Once a week, I want to give a gift away. Once a week, I want to give a gift away. And uh, I did a a survey of some things, and I won't tell you what, because you'll be like, I'm next, I'm next. And when I did this survey, uh, Pastor David and Sion both come up. And so um, what they won was a dinner cruise for two and uh, a $25 gas card. I think that's what it was. And so, listen, once a week I'm giving away a gift once a week. And um, you can't handle the cold, brother. Okay, I understand. <laughs> but look, uh, once a week I want to give away a gift. And I want to give away something uh, that's valuable. I, I, I don't want to give away no anything. Uh, I have some things coming up. Now, some things may be refurbished in, in, in uh, electronics. Some things may be used because I'm not rich over here. And so as God blessed me, I want to bless you. So you know your name going to come up. Yeah, I can tell you how soon. And I wish I could do it twice a week. You know, give gifts out. And uh, oh, that would be so wonderful. But anyway, we're going to give out what we can. Tell the Lord thank you and keep moving. But on Monday is when I want to make the announcement of who won the gift for the week. Yeah. And if you're married, I got to consider the both of you now. But if you're single, I'll just be able to consider you. And I'm grateful. For Sunday Fellowship, I want to share that right quick, too. Let me take a look right quick, because y'all know I will give you the 24th when it's the 23rd. So hold on one minute. Let me look. Let me look. Which is the last Sunday in this month? I'm looking right now. I'm looking right now. That is really and truly September the 24th. It's the last Sunday in this month. And we'll be over on Lim Turner at Pastor Antonia Turner's church. And I got to ask Pastor Dale for the address. I think she, she forgot we got to talking about the program and what we would what we would like to do. So I gotta get with her and get the address and post it. If you're in the Jacksonville area, or you can be whatever area you, you have and you know someone who can sing a couple of solos or choir or group and you think they may be interested in coming to help us lift up the name of Jesus and Fourth Sunday Fellowship, put me in touch with them. Put me in touch with them. We never know how God will move for them. I asked uh, Minister Center and Minister Shonda to come, and Minister Shonda in training. But 
Minister Andrea Stenner and I, we're going to talk about it a little bit more. Y'all keep her lifted in prayer and keep Minister Shonda lifted in prayer as well. She gave me some excellent news yesterday, uh, what God has done. And I thank him for it and thank him for it. So we give glory, honor, and praise to Almighty God. And uh, at this time, I'm going to pray us out and we pray. I thank you for all the announcements. And we're going to pray the Lord bring us back Monday morning, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for another episode of Jesus in the Morning. And look, y'all pray for me. Pray for me on this trip. I'm headed down there tomorrow morning, early as possible. So pray for me. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you, Lord, for all has been said and done. We thank you for your word, for your word is a lamp unto our feet. Father, it's a light unto our path. Forever, O oh God, the word is settled in heaven. You didn't say we had to be aggressive. God, you didn't say we had to be mean. You said ask, and it will be given. Seek, and we'll find. Knock, and the door will come open unto us. We're asking you. We're seeking you. We're knocking on your door this morning. That, God, you will supply all our needs. That, Lord, you will give us uncommon blessings and uncommon favor and uncommon miracles. In the name of Jesus, this day, this weekend, and Lord, use me in Kissimmee to be a blessing unto your people. Let your word come forth like never before. Lord, even in the MCN, God, move by your spirit in a mighty way. Bless like never before. Bless the trip on the way down. In Jesus' name, we ask it all. Bless every call and every listener. Father, touch and heal those that are sick here. Father, we ask this morning that you would give them their heart's desires. Move by your spirit and remind them, Father, that the harvest is plenteous, but the labors are few. We pray that the Lord of the harvest would send more labors. But, Father, remind us of the labor that you call and chose us for. In the name of Jesus, as we depart this morning, Father, bless our going out. Bless our coming in. Meet the need in our lives according to your riches and glory, by your Son, Christ Jesus. We ask it all again in Jesus' name. Amen and hallelujah. May the Lord watch between me and thee while we are absent, one from another, in the name of Jesus. Go today in love and peace. Share the good news of Jesus and give someone something of quality. God loves a cheerful giver. Have a blessed day. I speak the blessings of Almighty God upon you this day, September the 14th, 2003. I mean, 2023, in Jesus' name. So at this time, I'm going to say bye-bye. We're going to our last song of the morning. And uh, after this, I won't be coming back today. Have a blessed day. Have a blessed day. Have a blessed day. Hallelujah. You know, I'm going to go to this.
Later, Tater Louis. God bless you. God bless you, Sherry. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.